Welcome back, everybody. This is a series of three podcasts that will all be posted at once <laughs> because we recorded three podcasts and have not posted them. And usually Daniel doesn't space them out. We'll see. That's the dump. Um, he, he dumps one This weekend will be a huge dump. Please don't let this be a dump. This is going to be the third podcast of a Christmas series. It's going to come out over Christmas. I actually mm-hmm. just told the people. Let, let's gonna... drop it, you know, Christmas Eve at midnight. Exactly. That sounds this nice. This is when these will come out. Manny, can you do that for Everyone us? Everyone misses the podcast on this? Christmas. Everyone knows that. <laughs> They're not busy. I think people would do their daily tasks. I listen to podcasts on the daily, kind of now. So, part of the daily rotation. (laughs) Maybe. I can agree with that. Well, this is a great dip dude episode because we usually start out it by saying the market's down. And guess what? The market's market's down. down. (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely down. And I should have sold my fucking stocks. Uh, I think yeah. the last podcast is when I said that, right? Or was it the one before that? Um, no, no, it was the last the one. Last, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Last week was the last good week, and that is when I sold everything. And boy, am I feeling all giddy! <laughs> it's funny that I said I was going to. You told me you were wrong, and then you did, and I didn't. No. What? No. You just told me you sold. Yeah, I oh, sold so I early right. in the I I sold early in the week. Okay. No, and then enough. we recorded uh, at the uh, end of the week. Um, probably still a W. But For yeah, you. so yeah, yeah, so, so that's why I was saying like, oh, now's a buy, and like, boy, did I buy some things up? Was Spike buying? Towards the end of this week. Did you really? Mm-hmm. How yep. much like on, would you say ballpark did you spend? Um I hmm. what about percentage of your port? <laughs> was it like a big spend or was it just mm. like you just doing some shopping? Was it a five percent or was it twenty percent? Yeah. You don't have to say cash value. I guess that's <laughs> let's just say we're in the four figure range. Four that figures. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in that range, <laughs> I've been I've been buying up. What can I say? Um, one of those things I've been buying though is Hexel. Um, I've been watching them Sad. for a couple weeks now. It's a materials developer and manufacturer. Um, they develop like composites um, for like defense, aerospace, industrial. Okay. Um, well, we're, we're gonna need layman's terms for that one. <laughs> right, Deposits. Right. Composites. Composites. Like carbon fiber. Okay. Carbon fiber. Uh, okay. Okay. That's a composite. So they just um, like manufacture uh, fuselages, um, like wind turbine blades, stuff like that. Um, so a lot of the actual stuff for like airplanes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. That they, that they sell to Boeing and and whatnot. right, right. Oh, got it. Okay. And like Raytheon and and um. So it's like selling to the ground level North rather than Rub selling to the guy and, that's making the plane. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so like they're a big supplier of um Boeing and, and Airbus and and you know they do rely on their production because Boeing and Airbus are the ones you know making 
the airplanes and so as they make more they're just going to need more demand for their composite parts um and like more newer um airplanes and designs incorporate more and more composite parts so it just like makes more sense for them um 57 percent of their sales is commercial aerospace so you know i like stocks like this hefty because you can kind of like you you feel more confident in them because like even in like let's say boeing has a like they're gonna go down when boeing goes down obviously right right but they're not reliant on boeing they can find other customers right yeah exactly (laughs) like i said like they're literally clients of like one of their competitors or the airbus you know um, yeah, but they are reliant on like the aerospace industry as a whole. So, completely, like, if, they're gonna like yeah, yeah, yeah their absolutely. Stock is gonna like like almost like uh, parallel them, but at some point, like this is more stable, right? Because they can bounce back because they're just selling manufactured parts. You know, they're not a brand. Yeah, exactly. Like they're. They also have like other industrial applications. Mm-hmm. They're not just on aerospace. Obviously, like aerospace is probably a good like seventy percent of of their sales, but not all of that is relying on commercial either. But um, anyways, back to Hexel. Three weeks ago, they were considered almost ten percent undervalued, and that was when they're at sixty. They're now at just under 57 at 56.95. It's down Probably a big drop for one of these stocks, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, 8% in the past week. So, Why is that, you think? Um, I th- It could just be market scares. Yeah, just but, a general trend. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, they didn't like... They were staying pretty pretty constant the past like month or so and then this kind of just hit them um so i like like on yahoo finance one of the top articles that was for like this week was from the molly fool it says better buy boeing or hexel so it it (laughs) it definitely is like uh oh it's like comparing yeah yeah it's a a decision between the two so it's like right they're definitely pretty heavily correlated yeah um but yeah, I decided to pick some up, um, kind of start starting to buy in because I mean, it's even just down the past week, so it could be small little gain, you know. What is most attractive to the stock to you? There's a 0.7% dividend. Like, do you think that there's a lot of growth potential? Do you think it's like there's a lot of security in this stock? What? Yeah, I think just the fact that they're not necessarily reliant on one company or one sector um you know they kind of are right yeah, you could definitely argue that they're definitely in the long term aerospace yeah in the aerospace application like that is like the majority of them but it's i don't think they're like fully reliant on them um and i just think that it's it's uh not an easy product to produce it's very like specialized parts and how about this, Spike? Um, What's your plan with this purchase? Do you want to hold it for a long time? Do you think it's going to go up in the short term? Um, I think it just will kind of depend on how it trends. I'm kind of looking at this as my buying point, and if it continues to 
um, fall below what I deem that number to be, I'll probably pick up some more. And then sometimes I buy a stock it. just to push myself to to watch it more. And I know that right, sounds yeah, stupid, but if it's not that expensive like, to be, or whatever, to be and yeah, and to job. be fair, like <laughs> like a couple when I started looking at it a couple weeks ago, I was looking at it like almost every day, and then um, it finally got like this. It's been I think what eight percent this week, down eight percent this week, and I said fuck it this morning. Just one of those things, you know, you got to jump in. No, I get that. I think that is what most people do when they buy stocks. They kind of think about one. They don't know. They haven't actually researched it or done like the whole, you know, Warren Buffett thing of writing, you know, pages <laughs> on why yeah. you think. Well, I've definitely stock. like researched a company like along those two weeks. I didn't do like a deep dive the minute I found out about them. I just kind of, that's kind of what it stemmed from, you know? Yeah. No. I, and, uh. It's not like you are buying a, a dollar stock or a penny stock or something. You know? Right, there's still some intrinsic value behind the company. And at the end of the day, like, the shit, like, the shit that they do is, like, very um, interesting to me. So, kind of makes sense. At least I'm not investing in something I may not believe or am interested in. You think your involvement with uh, <clears throat> the airport has increased your interest in aerospace? No. So I'm not working on aerospace. True. It, it just... Uh, so. No, not something really. you're around. Okay, okay. What, what else are we picking up here? Oh, more, some more Raytheon, I see. Um, yeah, well, I wanted to bring up the fact that, uh, this kind of slid under the radar, I feel like. Not, there was, like, they announced it one day a little bit and then kind of let it slip, but Biden is, um, going to announce to send some, uh, Patriot missile defense systems to Ukraine. Um, they haven't, like, officially announced it yet, but, like, that's, like, kind of, like, what the general consensus is right now. Um, and... I feel like no one really talked about it outside of that. I feel like a um, couple months ago when we were recording an, an episode, I was mentioning how like it felt like we were in that lull of the Ukraine standoff slash war, you know? And it kind of felt like there was like tension, right? Because things were starting to happen. Um, and I mentioned that like, oh, that's... It's a good time to to buy like those war stocks i think and like sure enough like they've kind of taken off since then um like i think it was around like october end of october when i i think maybe around then yeah uh, it's like right ends up like 60 percent since october yeah so it's i don't think it's 60 many it, it went from oh i'm, I'm seeing uh 2020 October 2022, uh, okay. up like, yeah, 20, 25%. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, they definitely shot off, I feel like. And, I don't know, in terms of, like, at least news coverage, there's a lot more news coverage of the war in the re past recent weeks and, and month. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, it definitely got stale for a while, but people were uh, hopping back on. Yeah, um, but, like... Season four of Ukraine versus Russia is really, yeah, really, really good one. Yeah, 
Ukraine <laughs> fights back in the in the new season. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Like, is this the top for these stocks right now, or is it like sending mix sen- sending mixed messages with Biden sending more, you know, aid to Ukraine? Is this gonna is this war gonna continue on for the next year? I think even if it doesn't, there's going to be another one that takes its place. <laughs> These are yeah. pretty safe stocks to buy if you want to hold them. I or mean, to be fair, like Raytheon is like almost at its like all-time peak in the past year. It's only I, I, like three percent off its peak, so, or six percent, sorry, off its peak. So yeah, it's, I don't know. It's it just seems really high. high right now. But it still pays a two point two percent dividend. Sure, sure, but like, is that gonna higher cover the potential loss that may incur by investing at such a high price? True, but they have they have higher uh, forecasted revenue for Q4 2020. Like, it doesn't look like this train's slowing anytime soon. Really, even though it's like the highest it's ever been, these stocks, like, you know. By a lot. Things can be up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Fair enough. It's, I guess we're, we're, we're in the no middle longer of war right dudes. now. Like, yeah, maybe it might go down. But okay. I mean, I like buying a dip. I, I just don't see this. You don't see a dip back. for coming for these. Exactly. Interesting. Okay. Well, I am. I am prophesizing a dip. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you think there'd be an era of peace <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> across mm-hmm. the world? Yeah, Hanukkah will not is upon us. <laughs> a little war. Maybe Biden would be in the Christmas spirit and just call yeah. off all fighting for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same with Putin. He'll be like, you know what? Let's give him, you know, a week of of, <laughs> of rest. <laughs> they deserve it. <laughs> it's Christmas. That would be a Christmas miracle. Wouldn't it? I think so. Okay, guys, you want to talk about Elon? I know Calvin does. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk oh, about Elon. Yay! Can't you tell in the sound of my voice? <laughs> it's just, it's good. I, I like talking about when he fucks up, personally. I think that it's yeah. interesting. It's nice. You know what happened to him, right? He's no longer the richest man in the world. Really? Damn. You ever heard that? No. Was this like this week? It was this week, yeah. Yeah, this that's is why I haven't really podcast. been reading any Elon, <laughs> Elon news this week. <laughs> Elon is no longer the richest man. It's now um, some like, French dude or something named Bernard. Bernard Arnault. <laughs> who oh, okay. owns what Ella, he do? Uh, Louis Vuitton and a bunch of other luxury no brands. No yeah. Have you not heard of his company before? Louis Vuitton? No, it's fucking... <laughs> It's it's like Louis Vuitton, <laughs> Hennessy, fucking like a million brands, dude. It's like a huge conglomerate. Uh, it's not just oh, Jacobs, Sephora. Okay. That's sick. They own that's crazy. So much shit. <laughs> Damn, yeah, that's insane though. Christian Dior SE is the holding company that controls forty-one percent of uh, Louis Vuitton. Forty-one. Damn, that's pretty hefty. They own a bunch of wine and spirits and a bunch of fashion companies. 
um, like Fendi, Birkenstock. They own Birkenstock. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the dude's now the richest in the world. I Oh, you know what I've heard about this is like the fact that Elon and this guy are the top wealth, like the highest, you know, money makers in the world is a sign of like the economy leaning towards uh, uh, like a higher wealth society. Does that make sense? Huh? <laughs> like because Elon makes <laughs> Teslas, which is appealing to the upper class. And this guy's making, you know, Louis Vuitton and wine and champagne, which is everything to appealing to a higher class. And then like Walmart and all these other companies, which is appealing to the lower class. It's like creating more of like an unequal uh, societal shift where it shows that like companies that are at the top are the ones that are actually selling to an upper class rather than like something in the middle. You know what I mean? Like uh, a Lululemon to say, maybe, <laughs> or a Gap. <laughs> I guess I, I, I guess that that's sense? fair. Yeah, I mean, like you wouldn't you wouldn't expect the guy that owns Louis Vuitton to be number one. But when you have such That's a what I'm high saying. profit margin, like it, it's such a luxurious brand, you wouldn't. Yeah, he's gonna be rich, but the richest person in the world. Wouldn't you expect like the guy that owns Verizon to be like that or something? Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of people use Verizon <laughs> no. or Apple. Tim Cook. <laughs> what about Tim Cook? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but. Back to Elon. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. you heard that he sold more Tesla stock this week. Did you hear that? Right. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And that's got to be his biggest fucking fuck up. I think it's on the pod that we talked about how he said he would never sell it again. I I, I, I might be lying here. This might be a big lie, but I'm pretty sure Daniel said that he won't do it. <laughs> and that I was wrong. <laughs> and he oh did do God. it. He, in fact, did sell more. I could be a befuddle, but I feel like if Damn. we have any active listeners, you would find that. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's he's just using it as a piggy bank now. You know what I mean? To yeah, um, it seems like it to just like fuck around. He's just like any mm. CEO or not. I shouldn't say CEO. Any founder who has a lot of equity in a business and needs to do something will do the exact same thing Elon's doing, right? He's not an asshole for using his money how he needs to use his money in his personal life. But he's an asshole for like lying to people and saying he wasn't going to do it and then doing (laughs) it. (laughs) Whenever he sells, there's definitely like a connotation of like, I just needed this little cash. Like, don't worry. Like, I'm not selling more. And then about a month later, it comes out that he sells more. Yeah, well, don't buy fucking Twitter at 5420, you know, because you're a meme lord and you wanted to make a goof you know like that's your fault and you shouldn't let your other business suffer because of it and he totally doesn't care if it does honestly like i think that he i've said this before and i think that tesla's the first company that he's going to give up on because he doesn't have as much control there anymore um i think the things he wants to work on aren't the things that get worked on you know and you can see that with like the cyber truck just like dying out this yeah. is a theory, by the way. And so, like, he doesn't give a fuck anymore. Just, like, kind of letting the company plummet as it has. But we'll see in the next couple of weeks <laughs> his response. But that's kind of where I'm at with him. What do you guys think? 
Yeah, it, it's very like trendy, I guess, as of late on how he's like been hopping from like wave to wave and how that is like affecting like the stock price. It's of like a company that isn't necessarily doing what Elon is doing, you know? And that's why like those couple years ago, like I backed out of, of all my Tesla for that reason. Cause I was starting to see it and I was like, this ain't, this ain't going to be good. The stock price doesn't follow regular rules. That's like totally fair. Tesla stock price, right? It goes up when he does crazy shit that people like. And then it goes yeah. down when he does crazy shit that people dislike. Exactly. And so owning it is like having a, a landmine or a gamble or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. It almost like adds to like the hate that he gets, right? Because if like, think about it. If I'm like a Tesla, you know, bag holder, like Elon is my Lord type deal. And then he just like goes and like tanks the stock. Then like, obviously these people are going to get mad at Elon. <laughs> like it's yeah it kind of goes hand in hand i feel like i've seen so many tesla bag holders on twitter this week just being absolutely furious or like be posting screenshots of like more shares that they bought like there's there's definitely some <laughs> some turmoil in that community he's yeah. asking for investors for twitter now at the exact like, same price it. that he bought it for did you see that yeah yeah i saw some of that Interesting. So he, he wants people to invest in this new business he's coming up with where it's like he bought an established business, you know, and just because you murdered it, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> that you should treat it as a startup now. Like that's that's like going backwards. And yeah, therefore, what do you think he should offer it at higher. Um, I think he didn't offer it at lower because it would have been humiliating to him and mm. the business. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. so like I agree with it in that extent, but the fact that he's even, I don't I don't even think he should open it up to investors. You know what I mean? Like I think that was a bad. Move. I'm surprised he's doing it so soon. It doesn't feel like it must be Twitter for a reason I can't control. understand. I I'll admit, you know, because <laughs> it, <could> be. <laughs> it just I seems mean, it, so weird to me. I mean, it could be the fact that he just wants some free cash. Like, why would he be selling Tesla shares if he didn't just need cash? But like the negotiation of these deals is usually pretty difficult. So like I feel like he would have like someone close to him, right? That he's opening up this for, rather than to anyone that might fucking call him, you know, or want to invest or like any bank or whatever. Dipty should hit him up. Yeah. Right? We'll send him an email. <laughs> 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 we should create a dip dudes investing email and we'll just email mm. these people and we'll just put up money on the line like, and if they say yes we're just fucked and we gotta do it <laughs> <laughs> what would be the domain dip dudes investing <laughs> dip dudes investing.com at gmail.com and if someone takes it we're going to yahoo and we'll <laughs> keep going to every domain <laughs> dip dudes angels.com Oh, that's even better. I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> I got to cut out of the fucking podcast what I just said now. <laughs> <laughs> got to protect it so no one else does it. Okay, but I at the beginning of the week, which is funny, it all started with my dad calling me. And there's this, when I uh, started and actually investing like a majority in, I think, early 2020, he 
gave me some money to like play around with. Mm-hmm. And I made money for him at first, and then I lost money for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think we're about even now, and I've kind of forgotten about it. And I keep telling him to just like pull the money out of Fidelity, right? Because I don't want to watch mm-hmm. it. I, I, I was doing it to practice type of thing, right? Because I had no right. money in college. It was a very nice thing he did for me, honestly. And mm-hmm. uh, he was like, Noah, I kind of want to put it all into Tesla. And I was like, dad, Tesla's like $300 a share or whatever. <laughs> like you're going to get, you know, 40 shares. <laughs> it's not fucking <laughs> worth it. Like, and he goes, no, it dropped. And I'm like, oh yeah, like it, it's always going up and down. But guys, like it's really down. Like it's down a lot. So like it, it might be a good time to buy it, honestly. Like it's, do you down, think that- it's down over 60% and I've thought it's been overvalued since I held it in 2019. And this is some of the first time that it's like, wow, it's actually uh, becoming reasonable. Yeah, They, they just announced agree. to open up a new plant in Mexico, an EV plant. So oh, damn. I, uh, or not, I don't know if it was Mexico. Let me click on this article again. It might have been New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, it's Mexico. But either way, like, I, like they're growing. <laughs> like, they have a lot of deals. Like, it's a good company. There's, we live in California, so I'm seeing even more Teslas on the road every single fucking day, right? But yeah, um, it's beyond just his bullshit, right? Like, they could hire a new CEO, and I think they could probably be fine, don't you? Yeah, that would honestly be super nice. See, you even agree with that to so, invest in that. Yeah, like that's, that. That means that you agree with the nice. foundation of the company, right? Like you think that it it can't really fall from um, the bottom out. If they reappointed like a new CEO tomorrow, I would not buy right away. I would, but well, I would, would start dip. to. <laughs> well, yeah, like, but I would start to maybe watch it, but it would be more enticing than it is now. I'll say that I wouldn't necessarily go into it just because I feel like. They have a lot of competition out there right now, but at the same time, that competition is facing like the same kind of pains they are. So it's hard to say. Because like Ford just announced that they uh, jacked up the price of the F one fifty electric. You yeah, but they, I feel like Ford's fucking up their electric cars right now. I feel like Tesla's so far ahead of the game and anything to do with electric vehicles. yeah sure sure and the ones that they have foundationally yes but if you look at like cyber truck or the semi truck that they're doing it's kind of like what the fuck are you doing yeah but these people are still clawing at market space when they're definitely a leader right like i i yes I, absolutely I, I get maybe this week but changes like things. <laughs> yeah i what i've just noticed a lot is like Every like new EV announced by these companies it is announced at a ridiculously cheap price and then like they sell it at that price for like a year, maybe two, and then they'll just announce like price increases <coughs> like, right away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like now Ford's doing it, the Tesla truck is doing it, like it's and they haven't even like physically sold a, a cyber truck to my knowledge so it's like damn well the, the 
Because when these are announced at such a low price, it like boosts their stock. So it just seems like, hmm, like, <laughs> why are you really announcing it at this price? You know? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they're doing that strategically. You're right. That's an interesting point. And they're like, Cybertruck like, was announced like 39k base price. There's zero chance it comes in at that. It's, it's going to be a fifty-five, no. sixty thousand dollar truck. That's like, it. No chance. Okay. It's gotta be so. Uh, Elon is like the master of like adding fucking like in-app purchases <laughs> to his cars. You know what I mean? You yeah. buy the car, but it's like, oh, this may include in-app purchases. Like, you know, be careful. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. oh, if you want to use it, you gotta fucking pay. <laughs> and I get that, but to announce a whole car at thirty-nine thousand dollars is insane. Like at today's cars prices, right? <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah, at least for like what he would, the feat that it's trying to accomplish, you know? Totally. Like, what the like, fuck? <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> like, that's crazy. I Less just think, more- like, he's goofing a bit on the market and he can't, he's gonna get, like, struck down. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it's been pretty in- interesting to me away. about all of the connotation that has come, like, there, I've seen a lot of articles talking about how people have been like, why did Tesla because it's cool, right? And it's like, that's like the new hot thing. But ever since Elon's been super divisive on Twitter, like the Tesla brand has suffered, you know? And for sure. And on top of it, there's like more options out there. Yeah, for sure. So it's like people, like it was like the cool hot thing. But now I think it still right. is for the general public, but it's becoming less so. Yeah. It, make, it makes me wonder if we know anyone that is recently bought into this brand that that thinks that their purchase is less cool, but who knows? Into Tesla? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wonder if that's true. I don't think Tesla's are cool at all, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's my perspective. I think they're fucking annoying, and old people drive them around me, and they (laughs) don't use the fucking brake anymore. They just, like, let the electric car come to a stop, and so they're just, like, letting people in on the freeway in front of them. That's my fucking rant. Have you you ridden in uh, a Tesla, Noah? I have, yeah. Do you like the experience? I think it feels like I'm in a cheap fucking car. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. it feels like I am in a, uh, a a plastic Toyota or something like that. Like it feels as <laughs> nice as my Tacoma. Honestly, I think the technology in it is fucking awesome. I think it is a feat of a different type of car. You know what I mean? Like he's created a class within itself. And I think it appeals to a certain type of market and it's clearly branching out from that certain type of market to an even broader one that likes uh, ease of use. You know what I mean? Like he's the apple of cars. He's made it so fucking (laughs) easy to drive and to get around and to watch Netflix in your car while you're charging it up instead of going to the gas station. Like people love that shit, but um, you got to use it to try it, and it's really fucking expensive. <laughs> you can't deny that, like, when the Tesla first came out, there weren't a lot of cars that had a massive, like, iPad touchscreen for a exactly. console. And that's and what Apple did, right? That, and now that's, like, the standard. 
It's like right? the iPhone. Doesn't every didn't like, everything look like the iPhone for ten years, and now every car looks like the Tesla for ten years? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's just like, damn. <laughs> I think there's something to say about them. You just don't know if they're gonna hold up. Like their build quality is shit, but like that's kind of like how so they get around Apple? with selling. Yeah, is sure. an Apple better than an Android uh, or a nah, MacBook uh, better than your PC? No, uh, no, 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 no. Build quality uh, on Apple is like honestly like S tier, and you can't deny that. There, if you hold a Apple MacBook and compare it to any Microsoft MacBook or uh, laptop, it does not feel as nice as a MacBook, in my opinion. But that doesn't have to do with the hardware, right? It kind of does. I'm talking about like materials and like quality of the build. For sure, Tesla but that's quality, what like build that's what like other companies shit. skip on, right? Right, and that's what Tesla skips on as well. So um, they can sell the, these that's a, that's an cars point. cheaper than that is their an interesting com- competitors. Point. Like, I don't get it. Like it, they shouldn't make do, the interior it, nicer. Like, it I don't know how much nice? they're actually saving. I mean, does it look nice in the interior? It looks yes, nice. Yes, I think it looks like clean, but like it it's not a very like like I don't know. I feel like I'd get over it very quick and I've you, been you in can like totally tell, I've been in like, like I've been in like lit like not lived in but like used like Teslas, you know, like they've definitely like you can tell that they've like have been driving this for a while and it just like doesn't have the same allure. Right, the whole like clean like leather interior of super like minimalistic is like part of like the aesthetic and appeal, right? I actually think they hold up better than like when you have a used Mercedes. I feel like when you got a stanky old used Mercedes, you're like, man, <laughs> fuck luxury cars. <laughs> like this thing is sucks, <laughs> man. <laughs> and yeah, but when you got a new Mercedes, it's like, dude, fuck a Tesla. This thing is a life of luxury. <laughs> um. I don't know. Like I, I almost feel like he made it like more industrial, where he has like plastic mats, you know, and a bunch of plastic, where it, like it'll hold up, but like, and you can kind of beat the shit out of it, but it's just it may not look the nicest. It's just not nice, right? Like it's just like I don't yeah. know. I don't think it's a big point to their brand, though. I think that's just something that they cheap that will be different in the future, right? Yeah, I guess we we'll have to find out. Okay. You want to be done with Elon? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty done with do Elon. Do we have more on Elon? Um, I, I'm pretty done with him. <laughs> All right. Then I was done with him when he brought him up. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there's some news on FTX that I found. Oh, obviously, Ooh. they arrested Sam Bankman. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. This week, Finally. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. I think it was like mm-hmm. Tuesday or something. Monday That's or good. Tuesday. Since he's like he, a criminal, right? <laughs> At this point, yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> he's in like he's in like one of the most high security, like shitty prisons in all of the Bahamas. I don't know if you saw pictures of it, but it looks the absolutely Guantanamo terrible. Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> <laughs> they sent him to Guantanamo. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> it, it it just it it's funny to me that he was on. Uh, Twitter calls just a week ago about how he was doing fine. He's going to bring back FTX and he was playing League of Legends in the background. And now he's just begging for food at some janky ass prison oh in the Bahamas. God. 
Didn't they can't play League of Legends. Like, give him like protection a or something like that. They're gonna what? Weren't they gonna give him like like solitary confinement for his like protection or something like that? So he uh, wouldn't get like murdered in jail. <laughs> I didn't hear anything about that, but yeah, okay. that's, that's probably maybe there's someone else. I really can't see him getting like hurt in a jail personally, but that's just me. Yeah. Don't know if there's a lot of uh, investors in, in the jail prison who are yeah, buying yeah. up crypto <laughs> and NFTs. We're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I robbed a bank I lost because my I really care commissary about savings on you, you piece of shit. <laughs> 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 All my cigarette funds went to yeah. <laughs> I don't get any more saltines, damn it. <laughs> okay, well, I saw this interview with Kevin O'Leary, and mm-hmm. I it looked like one of the ones where they're talking to the Senate, but I don't actually know if he was. I don't know who the fuck he's talking to, right? Mm-hmm. But he was explaining what he thinks happened to uh, FTX and why okay. they actually went under like what caused it um inevitably not just like holistically and uh he said that there was at some point a disagreement between the leader of binance this guy named cz i don't know his actual name maybe that is his name <laughs> um it's it, it, it's his he, initials that's what he called him in, in the video um and sam bankman and pretty much sam had to buy him out and all the shares that he owned in FTX for about $3 billion. And this mm. last transaction trans- transaction is what, you know, messed up all their assets. And it was over some regulation issue where like the Binance guy didn't want to help them get information. Um, I don't really understand that fully, but it, there was a falling out where he thought like, we don't want this guy owning our shares anymore, right? We don't want him as part of the the company i don't know if he had a board seat or whatever it was and because it was this extraordinary evaluation that you had to pay him it just fucked up the company and that <laughs> valuation was apparently like a 50 percent discount that he was that three billion dollars and then the next day cz like went on social media and posted that he deserves another five million dollars or 500 million dollars um, and that he wants to block the trade of FTC on Binance and convert what he has to fiat money and doesn't want it to any longer be FTC, which posting that publicly fucks up the whole company, right? Yeah. And causes the token to go down even further, which makes it harder to pay him back. And right. pretty much what Kevin said from Shark Tank, Mr. Wonderful, if anyone was wondering, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> is uh, that it was two guys that were at war and one killed each other, you know? And he saw an opening and he screwed this guy. And is this is all fair and love and war. Um, or maybe you could say that the new guy has now a monopoly. It's your own opinion. But what do you guys think about that pretty much? <laughs> That was what Sam Bankman's excuse was. Interesting. In the words of Mr. Wonderful? He said he called him, and this is what Sam said. Okay. From the video that I saw on TikTok. 
for our it, podcast. <laughs> but I, I thought it was a really interesting story, right? Damn. It was, it, it's been pretty well documented that Sam and CZ never really got along. And CZ just kind of bought into FTX, I think, as like a like a, a handshake agreement. And then... It's like be yeah. friends with... Keep your enemies closer type of thing, right? Kind of, yeah. yeah. And he could have saw the opportunity to to burn down uh ftx and that's why he sold his ftt tokens but um it, his excuse was that he saw the discrepancies in their like accounting and like saw that there's just a big hole for them i call bullshit on that He's exactly. the one guy that saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they have such a big investment in FTX, like they might be able to to see that. But yeah, that's that's a fair point. Um, yeah, I mean, I Kevin O'Leary's been all over this shit because like he's been backing Sam and like. Saying that he's, he's been telling a, he's the a truth. spokesperson. That's what his he was, career he, he is was nowadays. A spokesperson right? for him. And then, yeah, pretty much. And then just yesterday, he was like, "Sam said that I was lying when I was giving this uh, testimony to the Senate, and like, you don't call an Irish man a liar because the Irish are crazy and all this shit." So like, he's fully turned on him. Like, he's he's all over the place. Like, it's it's an absolute shit show. And frankly, I, it's I don't definitely an absolute ship show. But do you think that, uh, like, do you think Binance is a monopoly? Like at this point, like, it's it's a huge marketplace, right, to buy crypto nowadays, isn't it? True, but Coinbase is also like the only publicly traded uh, type of exchange. So like, that's I hated definitely... that statement, man. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? What does it matter that they're publicly traded? One. And two, does anyone in their right mind respect Coinbase? They don't, but I don't know who actually like Side respects note, any of these exchanges. I looked up, coincidentally, um, all of the lawyers on LinkedIn for Coinbase. They have like maybe 70 in-house attorneys Holy for that fucking company. Shit. Like they're getting sued left and fucking right. Like it's crazy. I'm sure anyone that's in finance has like, you know, a fair amount of attorneys, but this is not like a huge company. You know what I mean? Like they're growing, but it's, <laughs> they're not an establishment, you know, in the financial field. <laughs> they're not a bank. Yeah. That's a fucking lot. <laughs> I, I just don't respect Coinbase in any capacity. So it just kind of shocked, shocked to hear you say that, but like they are a name, right? Yeah, I mean, what else you're saying? Binance, Coinbase. I just think like most people that are actually into buying cryptocurrency that aren't. Um... What about crypto.com, the crypt? <laughs> 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 that aren't like you know the average consumer that buys like a hundred dollars. Like the people that are like putting five k in, ten k in, um, are buying it on Binance and keeping it there. That was my perspective, but I could just. Maybe it's just because I've been reading about it and I've been having a faulty guide, you know? I only noted that Coinbase was publicly traded because to be a publicly traded company, there's more scrutiny into your finances, which is 
the whole reason people don't trust Binance or FTX is like they don't have publicly disclosed finances and That's a good Binance point. and and Binance isn't as scrutinized as Coinbase will be, you know? So I That's think That's true. I just think people can hide shit if they want to hide shit. True. But it's just harder if you're a publicly traded company. It is. But, it's like dramatically. It's a, it's a really good point. But I don't know if if someone's buying several thousands of dollars or including a lot of their net worth. I sure hope they're not keeping it on exchanges. Like, like there's been endless accounts and like reasons to not keep it on exchanges. And hopefully, FTX's collapse will be the last straw that people realize that. But what you if you just... want to spend it? You know what I mean? Sure. Then have a fucking hard wallet where you keep all of your shit and then have like a couple hundred bucks on some soft wallet where you can spend it. I don't know. It gets complicated, right? Like people want to just have it in one place. For sure. Or... People are very simple and crypto right now is still kind of complicated. It, it's too complicated for, for most people, right? <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For like the everyday investor. Well, even like the guy that kind of wants to get into it, like it has a, a curve that I don't think they always see, right? Right, yeah. Where it's like, oh, well, this actually involves me kind of caring. I can't just buy any coin named after a cat or a dog. <laughs> money. Right. For sure. Do we want to talk about some, some real money now? I do. All oh right. boy, are you gonna mention Kramer? No, 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 no. <laughs> We're talking about Daddy Powell. Daddy Powell mm. came in on Wednesday, and and gave another talk. Gave some more raises. This time he raised the interest rate by a half a percent, which is different than his usual point seven five percent that we've been seeing. Now interest rates are about four point two five to four point five. He said, you know, he sees inflation starting to go down but he also said that he's going to keep on uh uh having interest rates rise in 2023 into about five or five and a half percent so you know we're we're still a whole percent away terrible man (laughs) yeah that's horrible what fucking (laughs) terrible news (laughs) so we could be into late 2023 before we see the slowing down of interest rates and we could be in a 2024 until we see that interest rates start coming oh down God. like it it is a long game and in, into th- this damn. real money okay i'm buying gold it's over my my <laughs> landlord doing backflips right <laughs> yeah for real oh, yeah, man that's crazy that is a lot the basic sentiment was that he said that like he saw inflation slowing but the fed won't stop raising rates until there is sufficient evidence that uh interest uh interest rates have been like decreasing steadily and substantially well it's because of inflation right they're doing this yeah what could like have maybe an effect is this lawsuit over the uh, student loan forgiveness. I think the outcome of that could also maybe be partially in play, at least for the inflation side. 
Yeah. I mean, what what was interesting to me is people that are pointing out how much the U.S. owes, right? Everyone talks about the U.S. debt. That's also affect by, affected by interest rates. So, like, these higher interest rates, like, they are paying a shit ton of interest on these loans now. And, like, the U.S., like, simply can't afford to have high interest rates for too long or else their payments just become way too high. So, like, it's... It's definitely an incentive for the U.S. to lower interest rates in the long run. Yeah. Gotta love when Powell fucks with the market after a decent rally. I'm I'm kind of like on Michael Burry's side, guys. Like, <laughs> yeah, how's it's Gio all going down, boys. <laughs> <laughs> he said he wasn't short though, just a week ago. He said what? He said he wasn't short. The big short wasn't short. He was <laughs> tall. He was tall. He, <laughs> he 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 literally said it like that. He said he's he's like I'm not short. I'm like I'm like oh, yes, I, I'm like right. two and a half meters or something like that. <laughs> I swear yeah. to God. No, I know, I know. You're you're absolutely right. This guy, he's just, he's such a weird guy, you know. <laughs> He and is a weird guy. Fucking jeez. How's uh, Geo been though? It's good. I Still I old. actually I haven't checked it this week. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Right. Don't worry. I'll I'll check it for you right here. All right. Well, in the meantime, I'm up. I'm down ten percent. Oh, you brought up ten. You're what? <laughs> down ten percent this week. Yeah, hmm. it's yeah, it's about down ten percent this week. It's not bad. Not bad. What do you mean? <laughs> That's fucking I mean, terrible. I should have sold it last week. No, like I, I was, I, I've made mistakes. Okay, I should yeah. listen to myself more often. Yeah, that's be... that's kind of what 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 I had to do uh, last week. Yeah, just like just taking in all the previous times where I fucked myself. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll learn. Yeah, I think you, it's just like obviously there's mentality where you just kind of kind of stop predicting like highs and just start like I don't know f- going with a small profit I guess even if it may end up losing profit you're not necessarily losing your original investment right you're hundred percent right I think that's a hard thing for most investors to learn. Yeah, for sure. Because, like, not every stock is obviously going to move, like, 20% at a time, you know? Some stocks are very steady. Like, a 2% drop can be seen as, like, you know, the world is is, is dying, <laughs> you know? For sure. So, um, but that brings me to my next point of meta. We haven't talked about uh, good old Mark over there. We've been avoiding him. Yeah, we on have. On purpose, have. honestly. Yeah, None of us yeah, really want to talk about him. He <laughs> kind of... <laughs> he has fucked some people over, they might say. But Me. He's down, the, the company is down 64% year-to-date. and I hate it, this, man. It is now... Hasn't been this low in six years. Six years ago was the last time it was around this price. 
You know what's crazy? It was either Monday or Tuesday that I just started buying back into Meta after selling about mid-October when it was yeah. down about 20% from there. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting, though, because, like, I don't know, the, the future is a little hazy, it, it seems like, but it's been outperforming the market. It's over the past <laughs> month, it's been... Because seven percent in SP five hundred's been minus three. Because when you're this down bad, there's nowhere like you can't go any lower. Like if it goes any lower, it's like 2014 <laughs> levels. Like when it so, was. So so you think that like now is the time to buy? God, if this is in the bottom, I don't know where it is. Like. <laughs> they... <laughs> oh my god! You know, based on the last advice you gave me on Meta, I'm going to. Stay away <laughs> for a little bit longer. <laughs> what was the last advice gonna, I gave? Like over a year ago when it was. I'm not. High? I'm not gonna rush into anything here. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so you, you you think that Meta will return to glory again? You don't think that like I this think kind of has put them on the back burner for the next couple of years? I think at least within the next two or three years, it'll it'll be chugging along just like the rest of the fang. In two to three years, you're saying? Yeah. Interesting. How do you see your 2023 outlook? 2023, I think <laughs> it. If if stocks go up a lot, it'll go up more than the rest because it's so beaten down. And if wow. stocks go down, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it compressing as much as the rest because it's just, it's too beaten down. Like it's the sentiment is just too low. Like the PE ratio is like one third of all the rest of the Fang stocks. Like people people hate it too much for it to to lose anymore. And I hmm. think I, I think the fundamentals are just gonna come back and people just can't resist investing in in an undervalued stock. Interesting. No, no matter how much they hate the company. Yeah, I mean, that might be true. I also heard Manny say a lot of things about Meta that made me happy before, and guess what? <laughs> yeah, all my money's gone. <laughs> Look listen, where listen, it boys. Brought. I think I've lost more on Meta than all of you. So. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm in. Uh, I'm in I'm I'm in the four figures, so <laughs> I probably lost more than Spike has invested this week. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe though. I think that's a good end, boys. Anything yeah. else you want to bring up? No. no that that's it. It's a good pod. Well, appreciate it guys. Right, Until we'll next week. See you next week.